Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And it's episode 84. Uh, and we wanted just to focus on a bit of fun and silliness. Um, we needed a bit of lightness and I think quite a lot of other people do. Um, and celebrations. And actually, it's something we get asked about quite a lot and something that comes up in our community of like, you know, will I ever kind of have fun again? And how do you have fun as a, a sober person? So we thought we would discuss this subject through the lens of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we roll. Um, And so we're going to start by, um, yeah, talking about celebrations, because obviously it's just been our birthdays, and then talk a little bit about um, how to inject a bit of fun and and silliness into sobriety. So first of all, just sort of check in and and talk about, um, yeah, what we did for our birthdays and how we celebrated. So Hello, Kate. How are you? Hello. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm feeling quite silly <laughs> after trying to like record the podcast, and then this random track from nowhere that appears on the soundboard. This is all like blah blah blah, probably. But um, yeah, it, it's made me feel a bit hysterical. And yeah, so I'm. I'm, I'm better than I was last week. Put it that way. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I am nicely pepped up by my birthday, actually, and I yeah. feel like I had some chats with my. There's only one within my friendship group here that's still under forty, so she's thirty-eight. But the rest, so there was ten people at dinner, so the rest are over for, uh, forty or over. Um, and yeah, that all the women were just sort of saying, you know, I love turning forty because it was like. I'm a proper adult now and no one can like, you know, no one can tell me otherwise. And there was something quite empowering of like, yeah, man, I'm like totally grown up now. I'm not even pretending anymore. I'm 40. So I'm quite enjoying that kind of. And just to say goodbye to my 30s, like, Mm. hurrah. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm loving that. So So how did you celebrate your birthday as a sober person? Well, it all started with the question that you asked me because I was sort of chocking along thinking oh I can't do anything it'll just be a lockdown birthday so I'd kind of got it in my head that I was just it was just going to be me and my husband and the kids and then you were like when we had the the week that was horrible the two weeks that were horrible that have just been um (laughs) the two weeks that were horrible it's like now known as a kind of epoch in time anyway (laughs) two horrible weeks um, and then you were like, okay, well, what, what do you need? And I was like, I had this kind of instinctive sort of like warrior Highlander calling of I need my tribe. I couldn't have my sober tribe, but I've got some, a group of friends around here that when Donald Trump got inaugurated, um, we all flocked together. We had the same sort of crisis response of I need to find the others. Where are the others? And so I was like, I need my others. So I um, sent up a flare and said, does anyone want to go on a socially distanced birthday thing? And I, the other thing that I need to do in like, I've been watching um, The Last Kingdom. It's all about like Vikings and Saxons and Uhtred, son of Uhtred. 
And I was like, I need to get to high ground. I need to go to Orchard and get to a high ground so that I can like get some get some perspective. Like no, the layer of the land. Get some perspective, yeah. Have a fucking word with yourself. And um so anyway, I went up on the downs and found a new way up onto the South Downs and there was some ancient forest that's really gnarly and old and just it's one of those beautiful days where there's like the sky and the clouds and all the rest of it and that you know like you said you felt pe- pepped up and I was like I literally felt put back together that was it I was like I feel put back together so that was wicked yeah so that's interesting right that it's like basically you you socialized in a non kind of bar stroke cafe stroke kind of you know drinking space essentially yeah but yeah and I would yeah it's funny because like there would have been that a little bit of pressure maybe to do that I mean we can't do it anyway because we're still locked down we're cafes not open bars are not open and we can't go to each other's houses yet so so but if that wasn't the case yeah there would have been that bit of pressure to do that or me have toast and I can't be asked to host because then people stay too long don't they yeah (laughs) and then um but yeah and it was interesting because I was quite like yeah I was still kind of a bit wobbly from the the horrible two weeks that the just were and I found that just walking side by side with people chatting and we had such a stupid time we kind of clambered up this kind of hill that was so steep that it was quite frightening (laughs) (laughs) with a four-year-old as well and it was um, somebody stopped and went there might be a safer way for that child like literally had to go at us because we were like okay clearly we're on the edge and um yeah and and it was that it was just doing something side by side other people that put me back together Mm, nice. yeah so what did you do do you went out to a cafe you went out to a restaurant uh, I went out to a restaurant yeah so I like again I didn't really I didn't want to host I didn't want people to come to the house they can now you can have like up to 10 people at home um and I just I really wanted someone else to cook for me and I feel very I'm I don't know I've got quite a lot of anxiety about kind of friendships in in another language and just you know I I sort of well I actually interestingly I think I always sort of second always have and always second guessed friendships um because it was interesting like for my birthday my two best friends and we've been friends since we were like eight years old and my other friend who I've known since I was like 18 they bought me a bracelet with the word loved on Mm, and um and one of my uh friends sort of noticed that last night and because I was saying that I'd been really nervous to invite everyone for dinner because it's still like sort of new and stuff and she was like gosh well people are still telling you that like you know after 30 years of friendship or whatever you know so I was like oh yeah I still need to work on like actually confidence that people Mm. like me but um anyway hence why I drank too much I guess all that sort of Mm. social anxiety and people pleasing and all that um side of things but yeah so we so I plucked up the courage I put my big girl pants on and I texted kind of my four favorite friends here my and only friends (laughs) 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 Um, my four favorite French people 
yeah and uh, yeah. yeah and um and invited them to a restaurant and so and no one died and they had a nice time so um yeah and uh so we just we went out for dinner and uh it was nice it was I was quite nervous and I was quite glad when it was over because I do still find that quite stressful um but I felt proud as well so sometimes it is it's that edge of like doing stuff you're slightly uncomfortable with Mm. can have quite a good impact because then at the end I was like oh yeah I do have friends Mm. yay and like and also I did it sober yay and you know I always finish my meal with a a piece of cake and a cup of tea and I always take a photo and I've done that ever since I stopped drinking and it's just that little like kind of visual lock on of just like yeah I did like I didn't drink all the wine because there was a lot of wine drank Mm. over dinner um and and pre-cocktails and you know all that it was a three-course meal um but then I sit there with my cup of tea and my cake which I love um and yeah and then I had a nice day with the family we went out to lunch as well so generally quite a lot of eating is kind of Mm. up on the scale of things yeah we had a Chinese takeaway and watched what did we watch oh Lord of the Rings so oh, like nice. three hour film. I mean, the kids were a bit like oh, by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny, but yeah. So a lot of eating was had this end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, I guess, a key component of celebration, right? Is to make it all about the food rather than all about the drink or the activity. So like the walking, or the activity, and actually yeah. kind of going somewhere beautiful. But it, it yeah. was interesting, wasn't it? Because actually there was part of the fact that here it was it was kind of lockdown that it's it reminded me of things that I take for granted. So, you know, the kind of there wasn't the sort of pressure or the da 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 but there wasn't the old story running. It was just like, God, I really want to see people. And it was just like we couldn't hug, but we could look in each other's faces. We were like, How have you been? Da 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 and it was like, Oh, that face to face contact was just like it was just gorgeous so that it was felt very rich do you know what I mean because yeah because we've been denied it's like oh that really felt special it felt really precious and special yeah and that's yeah. what it should be about and mm. like how how much of that would have been lost if people were drinking you know it's like that kind of all of a sudden that kind of yeah that genuine connection you could have with people gets lost in this ungenuine ingenuine mm. ungenuine yeah um non-genuine non-genuine. <laughs> anti-genuine I have no idea yeah all of oh, that right. you know went yeah. fake yeah um <laughs> when you're <laughs> when you're drinking yeah. um so I think that's a really kind of important message really actually oh. that you know you can like m- you can have less time with people but it can have so much more impact on in a kind of really sort of enriching and nourishing way because you're having real conversations and and really nice time rather than it getting lost in booze and then kind of waking up in the morning going oh what 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 happened did I have a nice time who you know Yeah, yeah so um that was our celebration so what what do you do to have fun and be silly in sobriety Mm. Well, you see, 
what I did, it'd be like we'll list it and people would be listening in going, that's not fun. <laughs> that's not funny, that's not fun. Well, what we did on, it's my uncle's birthday on the same day as mine. So I'd forgotten to send him a birthday card. And I think he's about, he must be about getting on for 80 now, 75, 80, something like that. And um, so we were going to sing him happy birthday. And then we decided that what would be much funnier would be to put Russ Abbott's atmosphere on and pretend we were having a party. <laughs> and to record it and just send it to him. <laughs> so that's how we roll. <laughs> so, yeah, we were saying things like, hey, does anyone want to do the conga? No. Are you having a mocktail? Like, oh, God, you look amazing in your sweater. You know, like, we're just like, really taking the piss of someone quite old. And now I'm thinking about it. Maybe that wasn't a good idea. Maybe I should check in with him see if he's okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll tell you the good thing about that is I wasn't drunk when I did it. So, yeah, so there's no shame. So it was genuinely being a knob and yeah. not having the drunken knob shame. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> drunken knob shame. I think we need to. Term and yeah. this drunken knob shame. <laughs> could mean such oh. other different things as well oh. um and you go on the trampoline right so when you need to like <laughs> shake it out a bit yeah. that's yeah. little things that you can do yeah. and I mean I did want to kind of call bullshit on this a little bit because I know I mean I and you know no shame no blame like I definitely felt like this when I was giving up drinking I like literally thought I would never have fun again and like and how can you have fun and it, you know, it is good to remember that not everyone drinks, you know, yeah, that there's a lot of people that don't drink for religious reasons or health reasons or whatever. And like, are we saying that all those people are essentially boring because they don't drink? Do you know yeah. what I mean? So let's, let's call you know, on that, definitely. there are, you know, of course you can have genuine fun without alcohol but we've just done it for so long we've forgotten how and so you know yeah the inner child stuff you know what did you like when you were a kid um being silly with your kids if you've got kids um that's so much easier since I've been sober mm. I do a lot of kitchen dancing uh, a lot of silly voices uh, that's something I do to amuse myself. Um, you do your very good accents. Top yeah, five and like two five accents, Australian. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> your kids are like, Mum's really good at us. I know, I know. They say I am, so I mean, I tend to do uh, accents a lot when we read stories. Um, and now I've really offended all Australian people, so I'm really sorry. Um, I mean, when I was a um, when I was a teacher, like I used to get really bored. So sometimes I'd just be American for like a lesson, and also obviously because I was an English language teacher, it, it they it was good for them to hear other accents but sometimes I just be, all right we're going to change and we're going to be an Irish for the next half an hour we're going to be in an Irish accent everybody so you know 
when you're learning the English language and yeah so that's something I do you're like you're actually really good at them Uh, well and and things like that it's like when you read stories like when I read stories with my kids it Mm. makes it much more fun because then you know apart from it gets really complex when we're like we were reading Harry Potter for about 15 years it felt like Um, but um, I get really confused about what sort of accent every specific character had and so then I'd be like I'd okay he's a Scottish and they'd be like that's not how he sounds and stuff anyway um so that's something I do swear to be silly sometimes mm. what else well quizzes I mean we're going to do a quiz mm. in a moment yeah um and I think that's something that can be very social and fun with friends is to have activities what you know whilst you're being social so if you're going to the pub then do a pub quiz or if you yeah. or go to a comedy night or something like that um and I guess it's like yeah it's I suppose it's like letting go of of what adults should mm. be like it's like who says we can't be silly and like yeah. play with paint and kind of do silly dances and accents and stuff I like, like that. I like to upset my children by twerk, sort of twerking, but her keeping a really straight face, you know, when I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> and they're like, oi, and I just pretend not to hear them and just kind of carry on. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like upsetting your children, is there? Like, like that. <laughs> or like going, yo. And then if, if my son's listening to rap, I, I kind of do things like suck. Are you my fam? You're my pending fam, Tim. And he gets really upset with me. <laughs> so using their, their their language against them is quite fun with children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is a really scary part of, of sobriety, you know, because everyone's kind of locked into different ways. of. But like something that's come out recently, which I which living abroad you know you kind of see these trends was the kind of like the mud the mud runs and the all the fun runs that were happening in the UK I was like oh and all these like obstacle courses and stuff like that so I was like oh my goodness like that looks so fun like the mud the kind of I mean not now I'm too unfit but when I used to run (laughs) (laughs) um, they would be really fun so I guess it's yeah it's like group activities as well like my friend who the one that's not 40 yet she, she said for her 40th she mm. she really wants like a, to do a, a, a you know the olympic games kind of thing and do loads of kind of you know activities for her birthday mm. so so yeah like, um yeah it's it used to be called it's knockout yeah so that. like <laughs> i love that yeah yeah i mean really that's what my brother cute. did mm. yeah my brother did that for his his um not Hindu. Stag. Groom Stoot Stag, thank you. Um, he had like a Olympic Games across the whole day uh, and they did loads of different activities and stuff. So, it's yeah, redefining what because, it is. Um, in, in the past, though, when, if I was, when I was still drinking, I would have joined in with all of that, but I'd just be waiting for it all to be over until mm. I could go to the pub or we could get the drinks or we could open the wine and it is that something in it as well about being lost in the moment and in the moment in the activity 
and not and not missing it as well because you miss so much don't you when you're drinking or when you're thinking about drinking you miss the moment and you're either doing one or the other right you're either thinking about it you're doing it or you're regretting it I don't think yeah. it's much else when you're you Absolutely. know if you've got a problematic relationship with alcohol so actually all of that access to the fun and the sparkle and the stupid happens really you know when you when you cool time on it like it does yeah I really really agree with that because you know I look back at that with my kids it's like I don't understand like it's hard to kind of reconcile isn't it it's like but how did drinking make me so unfun as a parent Mm. unless I was a bit pissed you know and like I've had those I mean there's a video of us playing kind of I don't know we were playing the dance game on the Wii you know on New Year's Eve and like but I was I was a bit pissed you know and and Mm. and but there there was a whole time period where I was like I would never have done any of that sober I just wouldn't have been interested or engaged or just Mm. yeah waiting it to be over or just kind of and now I do that stuff like for free, man. You just pay me. <laughs> no, don't even pay me. Mm. You know, I'm constantly like dancing around my kitchen like a knob. Mm. So yeah, it's it's hard to kind of yeah. Sort and of... then they get that that message, don't they, as well? But that you can, you know, that's where half of them come from. That you can only have fun when you're drinking, or mum's only fun when she's on the mummy juice, or yeah, you know, and all of those messages that it's so inextricably linked. Yeah. yeah and how and that's sad too yeah. you know yeah, it is. so what? yeah there's that personal put yeah feedback that you're hmm. doing a good thing um okay so we you had a really great idea and I'm <laughs> going to be awful at this <laughs> that now that we've been friends for so long yeah um we should be able to answer questions about each other. Is, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. You're going to get all these right and I'm going to get them all wrong. Yeah, and no, you're and look was, like... We did a quiz, didn't we, back really a long time ago about each other. We did like Mr. and Mrs. And we haven't done it for ages. So we thought we could do a lockdown Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> okay. Like, see if we know we know each other as well as we think we do. <laughs> okay, do you want to... Okay, do you want me to ask the first question or? Yeah. Well, mine are probably really easy now. We should have talked about the questions first because we're going to be nothing like each other. Okay, question number one. Mm. Um, So in lockdown or, well, now at this moment, what do I need? Oh, Jesus. Um, what do you? It's an actual. It's it's a thing, not a. Oh, you like? Okay, it's got to be something about light bulbs. It's got to be something about (laughs) the fact that you that your husband's taken the light in front of your computer, your daylight ones, so you're always in the dark, and that you haven't got enough light bulbs, so you keep taking each other's. Yeah. Is that true? We, that is true that we are stealing each other's light bulbs <laughs> in our room because uh, we are one light bulb short. Um, no, it's not that. Uh, it is a wetsuit because it's too mm-hmm. cold to go in the sea and I want to go in the sea. Wow. What's your question? Nice. 
Okay, what is the big? What's Kate's biggest mystery right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> what is your biggest mystery? Mm. Um, what's me a lot of me to go like this a lot. Um, maybe you've lost something that you can't find. <laughs> Like your car keys, stroke, phone, stroke, anything? Mm -hmm. No. No. Um, we're really good at this game, dude. Um, what? What? what uh, Shall I tell know. you? Shall yeah. I tell you? Okay, the biggest mystery right now is what's where my husband is going to sleep next in the house. Because <laughs> 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 basically... He started off so like you know having in the bed, and then it was in the spare room a few nights, and then it was downstairs on the sofa, and then last night I sent you a photo, didn't I? That he was sleeping on the floor by the back door like a dog. <laughs> and I said, "Are you all right?" This morning I was like, "Are you all right?" And he went, "Yeah, comfy." That was it. <laughs> I think we're in the plot. And then that's it. And then he kind of jumped from this kind of corporate meeting and team managers. And I was like, they have no idea. You've just been sleeping by the back door like a dog. So, yeah. I'm like, where are you going to go next? Literally, where where do, where do can you go from there? You know what I mean? So. Where was the dog? Has the dog started oh, replacing him? We haven't got a dog. Oh, we have got a dog. Um, I don't know where the dog was. I think the dog was in the sitting room. I think she'd gone up the pecking order. Yeah. Like, he was like suddenly, yeah, yeah. Okay, question yeah. number two. Name three of my birthday presents. Oh, okay. So you've got a necklace with loved on. I mean, a bracelet with loved on. Yeah. You've got some pyjamas. I bought those myself. Yeah. Does that not count as a birthday present? Okay. If you must. Okay. And then the next one is you haven't got it yet, but you're getting a ring that's got all the birthstones of the family and that's being designed at the moment. It's lush. Oh, well done. Mm. Yeah. And the one that I don't even know whether I told you was that this is like, be careful what you wish for, right? Because for years I've said, when I'm 40, I'd like to do a parachute jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and lo and behold, on my birthday morning, I was presented with a voucher for a parachute jump. So, so I have to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so do you think you're going to do it? Are you going to do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I said to my yeah, friend last night, I said, um, could she come with me? Because she's always up for stuff like that funnily enough the one that wants to do a um sort of olympics for her 40th so <laughs> um yes so well done amazing amazing um okay what has what have been my favorite tv of lockdown oh um um little fires everywhere yeah big little lies yeah, that's it. Well done. That's really yes. good. Yes. Okay. Um, who is my favourite? 
Favourite what? That I'm not giving you any more information. Who is your favourite? Yeah. God, that's a bit of a heavy one. <laughs> um, your husband? No. <laughs> of course not. Um, the, the cat, dude. <laughs> It's <laughs> amazing. You can't, and that's after okay, she your next got one. shat in your litter. <laughs> and use your litter as a kitty litter. She didn't have food, she weed. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's all right, and she's still your favourite, even though. Yeah, I thought she... that was quite a badass move, to be honest. Yeah, it was like respect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, what is the okay? What's my secret joy of lockdown? Oh, secret joy of lockdown. Um, secret joy of lockdown. Um, you don't actually have to see anyone. <laughs> no, that's yours, dude. Um, <laughs> It's actually... Uh, oh, no, go on. No, no. Um, I was going to say, like, early mornings, meditation. Oh, yeah. That's true. Actually, I have... It has caused me to do to get up, to do that morning routine and meditate each morning, and that has been a joy. But it's not the one I was... The one I was thinking of was cycling, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, my husband bought me a new bike just as we went into lockdown um because i had one of those like dutch you know the amsterdamer ones and he bought me um a second hand um like mountain bike and off-roader and so yeah and like last night in the dusk i went off and i was just going to do a short one and i ended up cycling for about two hours and it was amazing it's just down country lanes and it was late because we're near summer solstice. The sun was still quite high, and uh, it's just it looks because I because I live in the you know in the countryside. I'm I usually drive everywhere, and so it's like mm. looking at all of my local environment in a completely different way. Um, and also, it's like that thing you said. It was like pushing myself to do it. And like there were what there's one nasty road that I was going up and I had to pull over a few times as cars went past and a really like long hill and I was really knackered. And then the I came and then the other side was just this amazing long hill through the countryside and it was just lush. I just freewheeled through all this countryside and didn't have to. And so do you go without like obviously no music or anything? No, just yeah. Yeah, just my backpack yeah. and a bottle of water and my phone, and that's it. Nice. Yeah. That's a great one for people to ask themselves that if they're listening, right? What is your greatest joy or your greatest learning from lockdown? <laughs> I like yeah. that because I think we tend to forget, and it's like, oh, we actually did instill new things because yeah. we had to. Yeah. Um, there were some okay, good things um, that may come out of it. Yeah. Uh, where was I born? Is this your last one? Is this no, I've Where got two you more. Born? Have you? Oh. Um, where were you born? You were born in Wiltshire. You were born near Cheltenham or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
I was born in Woodbridge, which is outside Ipswich in Suffolk. Well, it's up there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the other side um, of the country. Same. <laughs> East England, not west okay. of England. Yeah, I moved to I moved to the west when I was eight. Awesome. Okay. So Ipswich, did you say? Is that near Norwich? That way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Norwich is uh, Norfolk, and mm. Ipswich is Suffolk. So it's okay, the county yeah, below. No. Okay, below. Yeah, I've got you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, what did I want for my birthday? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh no um is this like trying to tell people out there that you can still get it is, <laughs> well, um, it, it's more like i'm just going to go and do it anyway sort of thing um not the foot spa because you bought that for yourself I don't know, dude. Chickens. 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 And I nearly, I, we got as far as kind of really thinking about runs. And then my mum went, well, I've heard that they attract rats and you haven't got that much land. It's like, I've got garden. I haven't got any land. I've got a bit of garden. Um, she called delusions of grandeur. You haven't got that much land, um, and and then I talked to my friend who um, we I went on a walk with, and she has chickens, and she said to me, "Oh no, you could get some lady bantams." <laughs> and I was like, "I love that. lady bantam. It's like a stage name, isn't it? Yeah. My drag name would be Lady Bantam." Um, anyway, so I'm still thinking she's kind of now tipped the scale back oh yeah totally get chickens we used to have chickens when I was little they were great and they're really friendly they used to come and sit Mm. on your lap and stuff like that um Mm. yeah and fresh eggs what's better than that you know I think it would be nice yeah so that was it Ah. I wanted chickens okay I do have one more I don't know whether I just gave myself loads of questions but um three big events stroke changes in 2020 what just for you that are yours or yeah oh yeah because then it would be like general knowledge wouldn't it (laughs) so 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 three major things yeah you in 2020 okay so your 40th would be one good yeah um is it a sober date would be another one no a milestone okay um, well it'd be three years but yeah okay. so your birthday um did you qualify as a coach no that was last year, last year. Mm. oh oh book <laughs> Yes, we got a book coming <laughs> out. There in the end. Oh my goodness. So, yes. Yeah. So, what is that one of them? Yeah. So, we've got a book coming out in September. Are we allowed to talk about it yet? I don't even know if we are. 
not for now. Um, okay, and another big one. I don't know. Uh, selling our house. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty big. Pretty big stuff. Is that your last question? Have you got any? My last one is what book am I reading? Ooh, I wrote those down. I thought about writing those down, but I didn't. Um, What book are you reading? So I know you've just bought a book about witches, but you haven't got it yet, I don't think. Um, I know that you were reading. Brené Brown, the whatever it is, imperfections. Mm-hmm. Um, the gifts of imperfection. Yeah. Is that it? Is there another one? There's two more. Oh man. Um, I know you were planning to read. Um, why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Um, Very good. And, oh, the vagal nerve. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, polyvagal exercises. Do you know, I think that's quite impressive because you got four out of the five books. I, I just realised that I've got five books on the go. And I flip between them. So I've got polyvagal exercises for security and connection, which which is all about hexing and being subversive. Gifts of imperfection. Yet why I'm no longer talking to people about race. I've only read one chapter and then I went on to the polyvagal thing. So I want to go back to that. And then Mrs. D's book, Mrs. D as in Lotta Ah, yes. Yay, the wine o'clock myth, which is really good. So that's oh, well a yeah. And I was like, bloody hell, reading five books. So that's another thing about lockdown, isn't it? That you can, you've got that time. Yeah. To, because I often would go for ages without reading any books. Like I was studying and stuff, but I wasn't reading any books. So that's another little mm. nice. I'm reading three books. What are you reading? I'm reading. Um, how to be an anti-racist which is amazing yeah i want to do that it's really good um and i'm reading um me and white supremacy Mm -hmm. um lila said and i am reading notes on a scandal that's my bedtime book that's your light bit of yes relaxation very nice and I did just order, um, I ordered um, Little Fires Everywhere to read. Ooh. That's yeah. my birth, my birthday book coming through. Yeah. So that's how that's we amazing. have fun and be silly, isn't yeah, it? So it's like, but the, I like that quiz idea because you can actually do it with each other and have quite a laugh, can't you? I know we, yeah. you and you don't know where you're at. What I like about it as well is if you do that with, friends you sometimes don't know where you're going to end up which is again a nice way of sort of meandering through and shaking up I don't know conversations and yeah 100% because like yeah that's it because there's so much fear about like oh my god what are we going to talk about and how are we going to do that and and Mm. so we use alcohol as a social lubricant that's you know and 
And if so, if you're not going to do that and you're getting all these wonderful benefits of being sober, like you need some kind of tools to, yeah. Or another one that's nice is kind of like, yeah, dream talk, like, you know. Mm, Yeah. Sort of like, and or just like creating plans. I like that, you know, when I especially, you know, right, let's let's think of something we can do, which is really fun that we haven't done for ages. Mm. And then we'll kind of build that around our conversations, you know, friends I haven't seen. Like, okay, so we're like all working towards a sort of plan or a goal of when we're going to see each other. Mm. And that doesn't have, you can mold that to be whatever you want. And if you don't want it to be around alcohol, then it's like, right, we're going to go here and, and just kind of, yeah, you, there, there are ways to sort of initiate a bit of control over it without it feeling awkward. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's Ooh. definitely cheered me up. Yeah, me too. So I hope you've enjoyed listening today and, um, yeah, and just sort of feel a bit lighter and, and, and that kind of the ability to switch off and switch into having a bit of fun is so important isn't it in these in testing times and as a kind of a sober tool so it's a life tool and it's a sober tool and it just gives your brain a bit of a break so um so yeah I I think it's just such an important an important thing to kind of recognize that you that there's you know you've got permission to do that that doesn't yeah it's a genuine need to yeah you know, sometimes yeah. we can get all about the work, can't we? And it's like actually just, you know, it is. It's all about balance. It's all about the balance. <laughs> um, I do apologise to all Australians and Irish people that might have listened to this episode. I'd like to formally um, apologise for apologize. my terrible accents. <laughs> Um, what's your tip of the day and reason to love sober today, dude? Before oh, we go, yeah, I've forgotten about that. And I have to say how nice it is just to do the podcast with the two of us today. It's nice. That's yeah. enough of those bloody guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't really. I really haven't. We've been had some amazing guests. <laughs> joking, joke, joke, joke. Oh dear. Um, so my tip of the day is to not be inappropriate. <laughs> no. Um, my tip of the day is to I don't know, yeah, just have have a bit of fun, I suppose. And um Yeah, I think it's that sort of um like I think we were talking about this this week, weren't we? And there was something about things that were getting me stressed was that I was, I've got that inner sort of timekeeper and, um, you know, how impatient I am and all the rest of it. So mine, mine would definitely be sort of what happens if you just take your foot off the pedal a little bit in terms of what you think you should be doing or what you're trying to achieve. And do you know what I mean? And just sort of, yeah, I don't know. Take yeah. It, you know. Chill. Rest. Yeah. What about you? What's your tip of the day? Um. Well, I think some because I'm. I think one of the unless you're like a naturally clean and tidy person, which is I am not. I think lockdown for me has the kind of state of the house has become quite overwhelming and quite mm. heavy. So 
I definitely see a kind of a lifting of my mood when I like pay attention to my home space and just, you know, clear some stuff, do a couple of bin bags for the charity, Mm. go to the dump. You know, it's just that kind of like, oh, okay, just feel a bit more put back together. So a little bit of clearing you. Yeah. Mm. What's your reason to love sober? Mm, I think it's you, my love, today. Oh, stop it. um, Yeah, just... I just, I think it's as well, you know, like I've been talking to some people this week about uh, it was very early sobriety and that kind of fear of like when you haven't got your your sober buds, yeah, Mm. and and you're starting out on that thing and that you've got to disengage or rework all the kind of the drinking buddies and navigate it all. And and that fear and that not really knowing anyone in the sober sphere. And it just feels now so alien to me to ever be in that position where I haven't Mm. got like lots of sober friends and sober bestie, you know, and bestie. And it's like, wow, like what did what did we do? What did we do before? You know, and it's like, wow, you know, and that kind of I suppose that that's the thing, is like when you start making those choices, those connections do happen and they do blossom and then before you know it you do have a sober tribe you know and you have some sober friends that you vibe with you know yeah and I do think that there's a lot to be said for you know spaces like soberistas or you know if AA is your jam those anonymous spaces at the beginning because I I've seen that with quite a few people that you know everything's very visual now that's the way the world's kind of changed and everyone's like yeah you know talking about it online but if you're on early days that's really intimidating to be in a Facebook group with your face on you know not knowing whether you're going to make it or not and so I really yeah like if if that is if that's a real stumbling block for you because you're like I don't I'm not ready to be out even in in a secret Facebook group then definitely like don't give up just there are places you can go where you can be anonymous yeah um, I think that's really important I know that I wouldn't have been comfortable on Facebook well even when I I mean I'd been sober for a couple of years when I actually took a foray onto Facebook but I was terrified that anything I would put anywhere would end up on my feed and I I wasn't out out at that point um yeah yeah, so, so I think, think people do feel fair, a bit of pressure of like, yeah, and and it's fair enough because it's like it's it's also much harder when you're kind of, I mean, it's great in terms of accountability if you've got an Instagram kind of thing, but it's also quite hard to go back to because you're like, you know, if you've invested your kind of face to it. So I mean, it, it, each to their own, but I would definitely say that if it's finding community is is problematic for you, then maybe. Mm. go somewhere anonymous first um, and start amazing for that I think yeah and we call it the mothership didn't we yep yeah indeed um okay my reason to love sober um well I would feel, feel bad if I didn't say you now dude that's all right you can say something else no I don't want to oh. <laughs> excellent I'm still thinking about Lottie being your favorite I can't believe you didn't know that. It's just like that was so obvious to me. Like, of course, it's my cat. Like, why would it be anyone else? I love that. All right, my love. Um, yeah. So, 
if you are we, we, we better wrap it up now we, um, yeah like go and do school run just bringing it right down to earth um so if you're immediately concerned about your drinking just reach out send up a flare to us as we, we've signposted soap Westers, which is a, a fabulous forum and um they've got an anonymous after doctor service alcohol shame um, as agencies before, or get in touch with us um, info at lovesober.com or via our website which is lovesober.com and um, stay safe look after yourself and we'll see you next week